Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. Right off the top, I want to tell you, it's rare there's ever been a better offer for gambling on the Super Bowl in the history of gambling on the Super Bowl. If you go to fanduel.com slash clay, that's fanduel.com slash clay in Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Michigan, or Virginia, the three most recent states to allow signups, Tennessee, Michigan, Virginia, along with those seven I just named, FanDuel.com slash Clay $5 bet on either the Bucks or the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl returns $275. How can you make that even better? Well, I'll tell you. You can get a buddy, a friend, a marital partner, a family member to bet $5 in the opposite way and you will then be guaranteed with a $10 wager to return $275. That is a heck of a deal just in time for Valentine's Day at FanDuel.com. Slash Clay. It's my gift to you. FanDuel.com slash Clay. 55 to 1 payout. Just pick the winner of the Super Bowl. You know, I've been waiting for a story like this. Last night, LeBron James got into a side uh, sideline dispute, a fracas, an imbroglio with an Atlanta housewife who appears like she should be on the real housewives of the ATL. I don't know about you guys. But my wife loves the Real Housewife story. She watches them obsessively. Her two favorites are Beverly Hills and Orange County, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. She can correct me at some point if I'm wrong. This show is always on in my house when I am walking through. My wife doesn't miss a single one of these. She watches the the Watch What Happens live show afterwards. If I ever got to go on one of these shows... It would be more impressive to her, I think, than taking her to the White House to meet the President of the United States. If she could meet Andy Cohen and I could go on the Bravo Real Housewives discussion show, I could probably talk about him in a decent way. But that's what struck me from last night's uh, battle. LeBron got into it with an old dude's uh, old dude who has a young wife. The young wife then stood up and threatened to kick LeBron James's ass. Now, I don't know about her height and weight, uh, but she says she's 25 years old. Uh, I'm guessing she doesn't weigh more than 115 or 120 pounds. And I'm guessing she's probably not much taller than 5'6 or 5'7. I don't like her odds against LeBron James who weighs about 250 pounds at least. Supreme athlete at the peak of his physical condition. I like LeBron uh, in the UFC battle between him and the Real Housewife of Atlanta. But I'm glad that stories like these are back. This is a couple different things that stood out. First of all, props to the ATL for having courtside seats. (laughs) Everybody else in the NBA is not allowing courtside seats. Like you can't even sit within the first six rows of most places in uh, like football stadiums, for instance. The ATL is like, screw it, we're selling the courtside seats. You can be right on top of the action and on top of that action was a major battle going on. If you haven't read about this, Joe Kinsey at OutKick has been covering this like crazy monstrous amount of people right now on OutKick reading about LeBron versus the Real Housewife of Atlanta. Uh, I think you guys would enjoy. Uh, And if you haven't checked it out already, you can go check out OutKick.com. By the way, thanks for making January the greatest month in the history of OutKick. Um, Deshaun Watson. The drama continues to build with what's going to go on with Deshaun Watson. This morning on the radio show, if you missed it, we had Albert Breer 
and we discussed it quite a bit with him where we thought Deshaun Watson would end up. And I gave you the seven teams that I believe make the most sense for Deshaun Watson. NFL is a copycat league. Everybody is trying to find their own version of Tom Brady. A guy who can take a team that might have a losing record or just be around 500 or not really have had the juice to get a title and put them into the Super Bowl. Everybody's looking for their own LeBron. That's why the Rams went and got Matthew Stafford. I think there are seven teams right now in the NFL that if they were able to get the right quarterback would be capable of making a Super Bowl run. These are not teams that we already know are good. Like the Packers can make a Super Bowl run because they've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Certainly, uh, there are uh, any number of teams whether you want to believe it or not Lamar Jackson with the Ravens uh, Ryan Tannehill with the Titans there are teams that have proven quarterbacks that were in the playoffs that can make runs Josh Allen with the Bills there are a lot of these guys out there, right? What I am saying is these are teams that were not really close to Super Bowl caliber that if they suddenly had a top 5 or top 10 quarterback they could be in the mix That's who I think should be the most focused on going after Deshaun Watson. So here are those teams in no particular order. The Patriots, the Bears, the Colts, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Washington football team, and assuming Drew Brees retires, the New Orleans Saints. All seven of those teams that I just ran through I believe are a solid quarterback away from having a team that could play in the Super Bowl. Even a first-year quarterback much like is happening right now with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Patriots, the Bears, the Colts, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Washington football team and the Saints. All of those teams I believe would be in good shape if they decided to make a run after Deshaun Watson. Maybe he's worth two or three first-round draft picks to them because they already have solid teams that could be ready to make a run at the Super Bowl. Again, those teams to me the Patriots, the Bears, the Colts, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Washington uh, football team and the Saints if Drew Brees is electing to retire. Uh, Did you see the story? It's a good one. We all need good stories going on in our lives. EA Sports has announced plans today to bring back the NCAA football game that many of you spent your childhoods or your college years or your law school years playing aggressively Uh, and it stopped with NCAA 14 I believe that I am correct that Denard Robinson was the last player on that team. Now, I know some of you including my kids download new updated rosters every year. You've continued to update your NCAA 14 games and those things are a goldmine in and of themselves but I have long been of the opinion that this is something that makes way too much sense to happen. The players would all love to have this video game. They want the college players. They want their likeness in this game. Take yourself back to when you were a college kid. Is there anything cooler than if you were 18 or 19 years old having your name on a video game? That is one of the coolest things ever and if EA would pay a couple of thousand dollars each to every athlete in order to give them the right to appear in the game That just seems like a no-brainer to me. I have written about why this game should come back for many years and I'm excited to have it come back. My kids are going to love it. I'll be honest with you. A lot of them believe, a lot of the young kids do that Madden because there's no competition has become very stagnant. 
my kids play Madden a lot. They're not not very much different than a lot of the other kids out there. They play Madden. They play Minecraft. They play Fortnite. Those are probably the three games that my kids play the most right now for video games. But my 10-year-old in particular is a monster college football fan. I know he would be working on developing a franchise and winning at a high level in college football if he had the ability to do it. I think this is fantastic. Congrats to everybody out there who is a sports video game fan on the idea of EA Sports coming back. Um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl guidelines are out and the CDC is recommending that no one cheer at their Super Bowl parties If you are happy with the result the CDC says that you should clap or stomp your feet. I swear to God this is a real guideline predicated on COVID fears. You should not also share food at your Super Bowl parties and again you should clap and stomp your feet instead of saying yes or exulting in any way when your team or your preferred team uh, gambling wise is scoring. Now look, I'm no great fan of Super Bowl parties in general because I want to watch the game itself and oftentimes a lot of amateur football fans show up for the Super Bowl and it makes it difficult to actually just kick back up, pick up your feet and enjoy the game. The stat that I always find crazy is that 44 million people uh, out there will watch roughly most recently the AFC and the NFC Championship games And now you're talking about over 100 million suddenly showing up to watch the Super Bowl. So who are these people that don't care at all about the AFC or the NFC Championship games that suddenly parachute in to watch the Super Bowl? Well, they're the people who are going to ruin your average football fan's ability to watch the game. So I always fly back. I've been to one Super Bowl in my life. I've been to nine straight Super Bowl cities but I have left Uh, before they have actually played the Super Bowl every time except I went with my wife to watch the Super Bowl in New York when the Seahawks played against the Broncos. That's the only Super Bowl I've ever been in person to go watch. And so I understand uh, why people want to go to big parties. I'm not that person. I get on the plane usually on Sunday morning fly back from wherever the Super Bowl city is get home kick my feet up and watch the Super Bowl by myself or with my kids in my house nothing else going on. So I'm not concerned about the CDC guidelines but I'm sure we're going to talk about these some on the radio tomorrow. Uh, You should pay attention if you are terrified of COVID. Let me tell you this. Uh, Manscaped. You guys know that it's hard to be better groomed than I am. In fact, as you're sitting out there and you're looking right now you're thinking, my God, Clay Travis, you're immaculate. Your beard, perfectly groomed. Your neck, even shaven today. You look incredible. Even your eyebrows. I know you're all thinking that. But I'm groomed well everywhere. I'm groomed well everywhere thanks to Manscaped. Your balls will thank you just in time for Valentine's Day. We have got a ton in this gift pack and you can get an incredible offer which I'm going to tell you about in just a minute. Valentine's Day is here, guys. And make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming are here to tell you you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Two million men already trusting Manscaped products to groom them and make sure that they are getting hooked up right now. 
in the best possible spot. The Perfect Package 3.0 led by a revolutionary revolutionary third generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer advanced skin safe technology if you've ever trimmed below the belt you know how nervous this can make you and it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce accidents also waterproof so you don't end up making a mess especially when it's Valentine's Day you don't want to make a mess (laughs) as you get ready to head out and how about getting everything hooked up with the great perfect manly scent the Crop Reviver products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking. All of this plus Manscaped boxers that are fantastic to wear. I've got them on right now. And your own refined cologne signature scent. All of that in right now the Perfect Package 3.0. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com your balls will thank you again 20% off and free shipping with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code DBAP20 new year new balls happy Valentine's Day Uh, All right, several other things I want to get to Uh, did you see state of Tennessee and Utah maybe other states have done the same thing legislatures in both those states were so fed up with what was going on in Salt Lake City, Nashville, and Memphis that they said, hey, if you don't allow in-person schooling we are going to pull state funding of schools and you're going to have to start laying off teachers. And do you know what happened in both places? Boom! Schools miraculously opened up. So if you are watching this right now and you are a politician and you want to actually make a difference in the lives of a ton of young kids who have been out of in-person school for nearly a year. Since March of last year many kids have not been able to attend in-person school. If I were a state legislator what I would be doing right now is working on a bill to pull state funding for all schools that are not having in-person schooling. Because I guarantee you what happens in a hurry the teachers unions collapse as soon as you start threatening their teachers with losing their jobs because state funding is not going to appear. And by the way if Joe Biden wanted to show intestinal fortitude here what he would say as the President of the United States is we're not giving federal funding to any district that is not in-person schooling right now. We are going to withhold all federal funds for school unless in-person schooling begins now all of the teachers unions would collapse in the face of recognizing that their jobs were actually in jeopardy. All of the data reflects that school teachers are not in danger. Kids are not in danger either. Data and science are 100% clear. Every kid should be back in school. Props to those people who are making it happen in Nashville and Salt Lake City. Both Utah and the state of Tennessee should serve as models for everyone out there including Washington D.C. which yesterday went to court to try to get a temporary restraining order to prevent Washington D.C. area school teachers from being able to strike. This thing is turning in a hurry. People talk about being on the right and wrong side of history. You are going to be on the wrong side of history if you ever supported schools being shut down in 2020 or 2021 frankly because the data is clear that was the wrong decision and we have totally disadvantaged a huge number of kids out there in our community. Speaking of turning out to be on the wrong side of history 
Governor Gavin Newsom in California his approval ratings are tanking as everyone is recognizing that he is the emperor wearing no clothes. There is no legitimate basis to any of his COVID restrictions. Schools remain closed in many different parts most of California. Uh, Indoor dining is allowed but you can't turn on the television screen. This is Kabuki Theater at its most ridiculous level and so Gavin Newsom now according to the LA Times not only in danger of being recalled but of losing his job as governor as well I hope it happens because you need to send messages to governors who did atrocious jobs during COVID like Gavin Newsom in California and like Andrew Cuomo in New York. The best big state jobs have been done by Ron DeSantis in Florida and by Governor Abbott in the state of Texas yet all of the media out there has been ripping Texas and Florida while claiming that New York and California have somehow done a good job. It's not true. Just look at the data. I'm going to write on this later this week. Gavin Newsom on the ropes potentially about to lose his job even in a liberal state like California because people are fed up with the absurd COVID restrictions and regulations which have no basis in fact or science. Today, Groundhog Day. Bad news. According to Punxsutawney Phil we've got six more weeks of winter. Now, I'm ready for a big snowfall. I am your snow czar. Anybody who is familiar with me over the years of doing local radio knows that I was obsessed with what the weather conditions would be whether or not we were going to get big amounts of snowfall. I've got my fingers crossed that a massive snowfall is going to come to Nashville where I live at some point before the winter. I don't want it to come however on the day that I'm supposed to fly to Mexico. I would like for the snow to come pretty much any time except for the day that I'm scheduled to fly to Mexico and also the day that I'm scheduled to fly to Utah. Uh, My family skis. I don't ski. I don't do anything from a skiing perspective. I don't really like winter very much although I'm not opposed if I'm in a hot tub and I've got alcohol and my hair is freezing and I'm at a ski resort. I think that's kind of cool but I'm not a cold weather guy in general so I don't ski. I don't snowboard. I don't ice skate. I don't do any of that stuff. If I have to put on more clothes than I had on when I get off an airport to me that's not a vacation. But I'm going to Utah because my kids like to ski and because my wife likes to ski and because let's be honest If I could come back as someone else I want to come back as one of my kids because they have such an incredible life and they don't have to work and I'm doing all the work and they're going to blow all the money that I'm making but I don't want it to snow when I'm going to Mexico next month this month in a couple of weeks and I don't want it to snow when I'm going to Utah next month. Other than that I want an absolute deluge to hit here and so I hope Buxtani Phil is right about six more weeks of winter when it comes to actual snowfall but I'm over what happens in Nashville winters which is 34 degrees and rain. We lead the nation in Nashville, Tennessee in the number of days that it is 34 degrees and rains. Never snows. It's always like 34 and rain. So I'm ready for an actual snowfall. Finally, proving that you can never be on the right side of history if you are allied with the far left wing woke universe. Bernie Sanders who used to be the patron saint of the woke crowd he is being criticized in a San Francisco editorial for wearing mittens and a coat to Joe Biden's inauguration. Uh, According to the San Francisco newspaper that is evidence of Bernie Sanders' extreme white male privilege that he would wear mittens and that he would wear a coat. Let me repeat if it is cold outside and you go to the inauguration wearing (coughs) mittens 
and a coat. That is a sign of your extreme white male privilege. So I want all of you out there. (coughs) Hold on. About to die. (coughs) Might be my white male privilege that I almost choked to death there while taking a sip of water. Hold on. First time ever. Near-death experience, by the way. This is one of the challenges with doing solo radio. When I used to do like three-man radio, if you lose your voice or if like suddenly you have something go down your throat, like I just had a big ice cube there. I don't even know how the big ice cube fit through here. I got to stop drinking vodka during these shows. But you don't have anybody else to talk. And so it's just you and you're responsible for it. But what I wanted to tell you was you should all know that it is an extreme example of white male privilege if it is cold wherever you are and you wear mittens and you wear a big coat shame on you you like Bernie Sanders are guilty of extreme white male privilege you should be ashamed of yourself for being warm you should have to go outside without a coat without mittens and freeze your ass off I'd just solve all this problem by not going outside ever when it's cold I love all of you. Go get your bets in. 55 to 1. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay. And you can turn $5 into $275. Just pick the Bucks or just pick the Chiefs. And if you or your partner, your friend, your family member, whoever it is, takes the opposite side, you guys can bet $10. Each of you can take the uh, both teams, the Bucks and the Chiefs, and you're guaranteed for a $275 payday. That's still a 27.5 to 1 payout. This is an incredible offer. Go get signed up today at fanduel.com slash clay. New opportunities in Virginia, Michigan, and Tennessee, the three most recent states to legalize sports gambling. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis, DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. This is OutKick, the show.